Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. Dating is hard, and we walk you through the experiences we've had, the experiences our guests have had, and what's going on in the world in general when it comes to dating and relationships. And who am I? I'm Tiffany. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating, and I've always been interested in commitment, relationships, and what it takes to find that long-lasting love we all crave. On today's episode, we have Jared, who is going to be sharing how he's making his three-year long-distance relationship work. We fell in love, but then I found out we'd be separated for four years. Ah, four years? Okay, who is this person, and how has he let you hold on to him for four years? Oh, well, it was the right guy. Um, Ah. We met maybe... During business school, I just happened to be at a bar, and uh, our two groups of friends were sitting at the same table, and he just struck up a conversation with me. Um, thought he was a funny guy. Uh, he started making fun of how slowly I was drinking, so I chugged my whole beer, and then he laughed and said, I'll get you the new, your next one, and it kind of... Ooh, yeah. that's a good little, like way to get someone like oh, i guess that, that also sounds super, like a little creepy to like <laughs> finish that drink so i can get you another uh, one between two guys it's not that creepy yeah <laughs> i guess it's okay um okay so when you first met him what was the feeling that you had about him like oh, that I thought he was so cute ah that's cute <laughs> i didn't Did know he was gay i just thought like wow this guy's really attractive oh my gosh like really really funny and then he bought me a drink but you know it's a, that happens between guys too does it? Not strangers. I don't think so. Yeah, Someone bought me a drink. I met this person's in love with me. We're getting married. That's <laughs> not. No, he bought me a drink. And then uh, that's when uh, he started asking questions like, oh, are you dating anyone? And I was like, no, I actually just got out of a really long relationship a couple of months ago. And then he was like, oh, yeah, me too. <gasps> and then he just went out there and said, what kind of guys do you like? And I was like, uh, I was like well, you're kind of my type. <gasps> I love how you guys are so like, flirty and open with each other it's so cute okay so you guys had this like beginning conversation and then did you exchange numbers like where did it go from this initial convo and did and did you know that he wasn't going to be here for long or that came in to play later came into play later so the conversation went well i think i remember one of the one of the funniest things he said that i made me fall in love with them was he used um, I forgot what the actual sentence was, but he used the word Batman and the New Yorker in one sentence. And I was like, this guy's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, and then I got a text message, uh, and he, you know, I you know, didn't want to be rude, so I just, like, glanced at it and then put it away. And he was like, no, you could check it. I was like, no, 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 it's nothing, it's nothing. He was like, no, what, what is it? What's a text message? And it was a text from one of my friends saying like, hey, we're having a power hour right now. You should come. And then so I, he was like, what was it? I was like, uh, it's nothing. What's a power hour? Uh, it's where you take a shot of beer every mi- minute for a whole hour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So basically like a college drinking game. And mm-hmm. uh, he was like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just my friend's power hour. And he was like, oh, we should go. Oh, he did like that night. He invited himself over. Yeah. To and this. I was like, oh, I didn't. No, 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 no. I was like, we, we don't have to go. He's like, no, if your friend invited you a power hour, you should go. I was like, oh, OK. So about an hour or two later, that's where we were at my friend's power hour. So how about his friends? Where were they? Oh, they were all getting drunk. And he was just like, oh, I'll see you later. Oh, my gosh. OK, so you went to this power hour. Then what happened? Uh, well, the power hour happened to be 100 feet from my room. So 
we power houred and then <laughs> went to go hang out. Okay, hang out. I see. So you guys hung out and you had a good night. Like you're like, how were your feelings at, at the end of that night? Like this could be something serious or you just thought like, let's see where this goes. Yeah, well, we ended up talking every day since and this guy, he has a real good sense of humor. So he was making me laugh. And so then when did you find out that this wasn't going to be someone you could see every day? Well, yeah, he mentioned that he had a dream about uh, going to Europe and doing a PhD there. And, you know, I didn't really think too much of it, you know, because I thought, like, oh, it would be a long time from now. You know, it's not something to really think about. Um, so, yeah, I always knew it was a, I always knew it was a possibility. Uh, but I never really thought about it seriously until maybe like a year into the relationship. So you guys were together for a year, mm-hmm. and then he spr- did he like say like I applied, this is happening, or yeah, it was getting serious. He was uh, talking about his future plans and where he wanted to go, and I guess he was trying to f- test uh, how I felt about it too. And how did you feel when he told you that this is going to become a reality? Well, one, I did feel like oh that sucks, you know, if he's going to be separated away from me. But two, actually, I was actually happy for him. Oh. I actually really did want him to go yeah. to South Africa. I mean, South Africa to to Europe, and for for two reasons. Um, one, I I knew it would make him happy. I know it's something right. that he wanted to do. And when he talked about a possibility of being in Europe, you know, he had felt he exuded this energy that I just really wanted for him. Oh, and, that's so great! Right. And second, um, I myself had taken time off and just went to South Africa for four, and lived there for four years. And those were some of the most formative. Why South Africa? Uh, oh, yeah, I, I had like my own organization down there, and I was studying uh, my own PhD. Oh, down wow! In, in South Africa, right? It's almost a similar situation. And during those four years, I had, you know, grown so much and learned so much about the world, about myself, and just had the adventure of living overseas. And it was one of the best experiences of my life. And to think that I could let my partner to go through the same experience was just something that I really wanted for him. So when he asked me, is it okay if I go to Europe to study my PhD for four years? I said, I I would love for you to do that. Oh my God, that's so selfless. And you never hear about people coming from like a giving mindset versus like a taking mindset. It's like the first thing people think about when they're in that situation is like, what am I going to do without this person in my life versus like, how can I help support this person to be like the best person they could want to be? Yeah. Well, I loved him. Yeah. I, that's all I wanted for him was what I thought would be the best for him. And it does suck that, you know, I'm here and he's, you know, th- tens of tens, like what? 10,000 miles away. I only get to see him maybe three, four times a year, but you know, I couldn't, as someone who really, really loves him, I couldn't deny him that experience. I'm really happy right. he gets to have it. So when he went, like, that first year, can you talk me through, like, how the relationship was with him not mm-hmm. being here? Like, how did you guys communicate with each other and stay in contact and make it work, like, mm-hmm. in the beginning stages? Oh, yeah, the first year was definitely the hardest, uh, I think, because we were just figuring out how it was we were going to be in touch with each other and how we were going to communicate. Uh, Skyping a lot. We definitely Skyped a lot. Uh, it took us a while to figure out the routine that, like, when I wake up, he's coming home from work, so that's a good time to talk. Mm-hmm. Or uh, in the afternoon when my work slows down and he's about getting ready for bed, that's a good time to talk. Or And then when I'm going to bed is about when he's waking up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so there was a good routine. 
Um, we definitely need video Skype. Mm-hmm. It's much different than like just speaking over over the. How often do you guys video Skype? Oh, it, on a good week, every day. Oh um, wow! But okay. it, it can go down to maybe like only once a week. Oh wow! Okay. But talking over the phone definitely is a must. Like every day. Like every day, if not two, three times a day. And then you talked about how you had been in long distance relationships before and they didn't work. Like why did those not work and why did this one work? Um, I don't think I was in love the way I was that I am now with Mick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other ones too, the where uh, I was, I was separated. Uh, I was the one who was gone. You know, I went to South Africa mm-hmm. and the other person also, every time we talked on the phone, it always dwelled on something negative. Like they oh. were, they were angry at me for something or they were mm. sad, you know, and then most of the phone calls were just, someone yelling at me or someone crying over the phone oh no yeah and didn't and i yeah. wasn't and i really wasn't in love with the person so those things deteriorated really pretty quickly right but you think with this relationship i mean you guys are engaged now yeah, we're engaged. but you guys got like engaged and during the time that like you guys were long distance like it happened after being long distance mm-hmm. right so how did you guys become closer being long distance to the point where it's like this is a person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's strange. We've actually gotten even closer with each other after being at that point two years. We were long distance, and I thought we had become even closer. Um, you know, talking over the phone. It's just like amazing. We just talk on the phone for like hours and hours, and it's as if we're both in the same room at the, uh, together. Uh, and when we go over to visit each other. Uh, you know, those two, three weeks at a time are just much more intense than I think mm-hmm. most couples get to experience. But one thing we, one thing we are very uh, jealous of and can't wait for to happen is to the day where we get to be with each other for a much longer period of time, and it doesn't have to be intense. We can just do things like wake up on a Saturday and, you know, make a piece of toast and then just sit down Aww. on the couch and watch TV together and then have absolutely nothing else planned. Yeah. We don't get to do that really. No. But, you know, we, I get now I do go over. We have a we have a good trips. We go to like do random, you know, trips here and there. Yeah. And eat out and whatever and um yeah, it, we have a pretty intense relationship because of that. Yeah. Have you met each other's families? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like both close with each other and like have that support system too. Yeah, yeah. His his family's very, both of our families live down here in Southern California, and his family's actually very good about oh. calling me and um, and uh, being very and being very supportive. Uh, my family's down here too, so you know I get to depend on them as well. They've all been very supportive of the two of us. So that was important. What do you think is the hardest part of like this whole situation besides just like not actually seeing each other? I think the hardest part is not knowing exactly for sure when it's going to end. Mm, that's um, tough. Yeah, so I have two years left in my residency, and he theoretically has two years left of his PhD. And but with the PhD, you never know. Like it could mm-hmm. end earlier, it could end later. Right. So I think the hardest part is not knowing exactly when it is that we're going to get to be together. Because I can't say if it's going to be two years, or I can't say if it's going to be three years. Um, and I can't exactly plan uh, for that for that set amount of time because you know, like if he's say if he's going to finish at or before I finish. 
uh, then that's great. He could come back to yeah. America. He could live with me. We live ever, ever happily ever after. <laughs> um, do you guys both want to end up living in LA or in Southern California, well, or at least well, at least in California? Okay. Um, I think our plan is we want to base ourselves in California, and then I'll and then for my work, I'd want to travel to back to South Africa every once in a while. Oh wow, that's awesome! And he, and he will come with me too. Yeah. Obviously, he, he loves South Africa. Yeah, I mean, he's there right now, right? No, no, he's in he's Bre- in uh, Brussels. But oh, okay. I go, to, I go to South Africa fairly often. Oh, that's awesome. So, what do you think is the easiest part of being in this kind of long distance relationship, or is there no easy part? I don't think there is really any easy part. I mean, I guess the one thing I, some people could predict is that oh, you could be completely yourself, right? When your partner's not around, but with Mick, I am already completely myself. He's around, so I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any difference. Well, how about all the people who say it's so hard balancing time for their friends and their significant other and like their family? Because like seeing people in person, it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. Versus like it, a phone call can be done at any time, right? Or like, yeah. you know, um, do you think that that would be like in the year that you guys were together? Did you guys have any like problems kind of ma- managing that or it was also very seamless no yeah it was pretty seamless because yeah. he and i are he and i are both uh he and i are both uh are both guys and uh really comfortable around each other's families and friends and we also all of our friends pretty much overlapped with each other uh so yeah it wasn't yeah. any big difference going but i mean with residency you're probably so busy and like the schedules are so crazy do you think if he was here mm-hmm. you would be able to give him the same like attention that like being in a relationship like together and like i think the it's different when you guys are both busy and working on your careers um versus like if one person was here trying to figure it out the other person's working you know 48 hours in a row yeah Uh, yeah i mean i probably wouldn't have been able to give him as much time as like most other people but we're both so easygoing that i'm sure Mm -hmm. we would have figured it out and like, would you do it all over again if you knew that he was gonna like? Oh, yeah, yeah completely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm in love with him. Even if, he, no matter what he does, I'll support him. Yeah. Would you have like ever like moved there? Yeah. If I could do my residency. Yeah. Was that something that you like looked into yeah. at the time? Oh yeah, definitely. If I could do my residency wherever it was that he was going, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. To me, it doesn't matter what where I do my residency. It was more important that I be with him, but. There's no residency, and there's no residency that I would benefit me. Yeah. In Belgium. And how did like I, my thing is like how did you know that this is someone someone you wanted to fight for that this is someone that you wanted to like because there's so many people out in the world you probably mm-hmm. heard this and like so many options and probably so much temptation like you're an attractive guy like with a you know great background how and same with him probably how do you guys n- like keep holding on to this like love. Yeah, I just, I just don't know what it was different about, what was different about Mick. I just love him so much, and I, every time I see him, I get this feeling, and that feeling I don't know how to describe it, but it's the same feeling I got the first day I I met him. Ah, uh, does it exist? Stop. I mean, I hear this. I hear fairy tales. For me, like I've just like convinced myself that like that feeling doesn't exist and it's just like a figment of my imagination it's it's definitely real yeah it's like every time i see him yeah like butterflies yeah i just get this sense and it's just like waking up to and seeing him next to me is just it's like the first time i ever met him yeah (laughs) 
And what do you what do you envision for your future together once you guys are like reunited again? <laughs> um, I think we'd probably live in a nice apartment mm-hmm. or maybe even a house somewhere in California. Um, we definitely want dogs. Uh, I want kids. He says he needs to think about it. <gasps> oh my goodness. Would that be a deal breaker for you? No. If you did no, you're okay no. with not having kids. I mean, uh, being with Mick is my, is my number. He's my number one. So. Oh my God. But I, I'm pretty sure I can convince him to get kids. <laughs> Are you listening? No, I'm just kidding. But, oh wow. I love that. Like, and I think my last question is like in this world, like in LA, especially like so many people are in open relationships. Was that ever something that like came like that was a something that you guys talked about? Like not like emotionally being in relationships, but for the physical part, because you guys aren't together or did you guys just not, you weren't even interested in that with someone else if it wasn't with each other. Yeah. I mean, emotionally, definitely we don't want, right we're we're committed to each other i can't think of myself emotionally attached to anyone else um in terms of the physical part we kind of told each other like look it's it's a physical it's a physical thing Mm -hmm. and like human beings are like biological creatures Mm -hmm. so if it happens it totally happens we just understand that we're in a like we're still emotionally there for each other Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know whatever you do in belgium and whatever you do here you know that's if it, if it happens, it happens. But our relationship is still very strong. Has it happened? Yeah, we don't tell each other. You don't tell each other. Mm-hmm. And, we, and you're I not prefer, curious. Well, I don't, and I kind of don't want to know. You don't want to know. And to be honest, I don't care. Yeah, you don't care. Um, funny thing enough, though, is that uh, once I got engaged, my sex drive just dropped, like completely dropped. Oh wow! I was just kind of, I was like, oh, I think because like. Now, psychologically, I'm like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, like you just not, want to have your life with your man. Yeah, I was like, the game's like, oh, I won the game. It's over. You won <laughs> the game. You actually did win the game. Yeah. This is what people work so hard for in life to like have this person. Yeah, it's like the um, all that, all that like, all that drive and urge is yeah, the, is the human body's way of trying to get us into a, <laughs> into a family and start um. a family. But then now that now that I got it, my brain's like, okay, cool, turn off. Yeah, well, it seemed like how you guys met and talked, like, there was never, like, a game, though. Mm. It was like you both were just, like, genuinely into each other and oh, showed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, in this day and age, it's so hard. Like, how were you, do you think you that you guys were both, like, in that place where you both were looking for something s- serious mm-hmm. or like how did you how were you so okay with like just sharing how you felt and not being scared about being vulnerable is it just like previous experiences yeah both of us we've talked about this before both of us were just out of real long serious relationships mm-hmm. like over a year long each and we both were not looking for a relationship at all uh we just happened to find each other and got along super well and just couldn't stop talking to each other so when you guys did that was there a point where you defined like how long did it take you to define that relationship because it seems like you guys Mm -hmm. were like getting to know each other and like talking all the time Mm -hmm. and it was like at like a faster rate than usual like you guys just started automatically talking for hours at a time like when did you both think like we don't want to date other people yeah so we were getting we were probably texting each other like every day 
for the first after we first met and then he worked pretty close by to Stanford campus mm -hmm. so he would come then he would start coming over after work and we just like drink a bottle of wine out mm -hmm. in the out in one of the oh. fields or just That's like so yeah, cute i'm going to stanford <laughs> i'm gonna like go find myself a man drink wine with him out in the garden yeah yeah, like yeah. Or, best just, life. or you just like grab a beer at one of the bars yeah so we just do that every day um and we just got along so well and then he started just like crashing at my place because uh, he because I, I lived closer to where he was. And during this time, you guys never talked about, like, if this was exclusive or not. But you just knew because he was there all the time. Not for a while. Yeah, I mean, we, we were, we were, I, I was saw him every day. So it would have yeah. been hard to be uh, seeing other people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we did that uh, pretty daily. And then um, I think kind of the clincher started happening was when I start bringing him to my friends' events, uh -huh. or like his friends were having a party, so he's having me. And how long into event. the relationship was that? Like a couple months? No, or? maybe about like a month. Okay, wow, so this fast. Right, and then two months into the two months into the relationship, um, I was actually already ready to say I love you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh wait, I can did. I know about this story yeah. too? I wanted. To, I, I really. I at by two months. We're, I'm pretty sure we were be, we were exclusive at, at that yeah. at that time. But it was Did you like, have a conversation, or it just like no, you just knew? I just think it was at some. I forgot, but I think at some point someone was just one of us was just like, "Are we exclusive?" And, right. was, and the other friend was like, "Yeah, I thought we were exclusive." Like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, so was like, okay, we're on the same page. Um, but yeah, I was ready to say I love you by two months, but it I held my tongue because I didn't want to come off as creepy or clingy or whatever. So, no. And then, so then what happened? What was the situation? Right. It took another, it took, probably took another six months after that. Oh my God. So you had this feeling with, like, and you held it in for another six months. Mm -hmm. And do you know how he felt during this time? I, I don't know. He's more, he's more cautious than I am. Yeah. Um, he's more protective of his heart. Right. And I think he knew that, I think at some point, uh, he also felt the same, like he wanted to say I love you, but he didn't because he was like, you know, it's not time yet. So we held it. So we both probably held on to it. Why? Why do people hold on to this? We just, just... Be, we just want to be sure. Yeah. So six months later, you said it first or? I forgot who said it first. Oh, but, my God. Yeah. But it happened. It happened. And it was magical. Actually, no, I, 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 I said it first. I, yeah, I remember I said it first because he makes fun of me for it. And then what was what did he say? Like an instant like I love you back or yeah. like what was it? He says I love you too. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Ah, can we like can I just have this life? <laughs> can I just like steal it and keep it for me? But I think like what I'm hearing is there is no like craziness. There was mm -hmm. no drama. No. It just seemed very organic and natural and no one was playing games or mm -hmm. you guys were just both like getting to know each other yeah and i think that doesn't happen anymore yeah, no ga no games it's um i think life is hard enough as it is yeah so i'm sure it is for him as well i wanted to be with someone who helped me through yes. life and someone who i can help him through his and if it was someone that i had to compete with or someone who yeah would try to manipulate me or play games or i had to like manage it would, I don't think it would have worked because you know right. living my own life is hard enough as it is. Yeah. I want, I want to be with someone who's going to help me. Yeah. I want to help that person too. Ah, see, it's all about the giving mindset. It really is. I think like 
hearing people say that it's like what sets people apart who are in healthy relationships Mm -hmm. versus not healthy relationships so for our listeners out there like what what advice do you give to people who are like looking for this like for this like love that you found like how do you think you get it well i don't know if it's good advice but i know it's what worked for me is be open and but don't look for it if it's something that's you want something that's going to be easy yeah you want something that's going to find you and something that's just going to totally work with you in your natural moment and that happens when you're not looking oh my gosh well okay there we go i'm gonna stop looking i'm deleting all the apps and i'm just letting it fall into my lap well thank you so much for sharing the story with us it gave me it inspired this is why i love this podcast because it inspires me to believe again every time i like i lose faith midweek and then i have this podcast on sunday and i regain the faith for the next round hopefully one day i'll just stay forever but thanks again yeah absolutely Thanks for listening to Love in Limbo Land. For more to connect with us, hit us up on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And we also have a Facebook page now. So make sure to go to our Facebook page, click like for all the updates on Love in Limbo Land and give us suggestions for new topics and ideas that you want us to cover. And then don't forget, if you want the super exclusive secret stuff that no one else gets, to join our exclusive Facebook page. It's private, so you gotta get the check from us but you know if we like you we'll we'll pitch in so make sure you go there like us on facebook add the group 